CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham. Web references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday the 5th of November 2023. Here are the main news headlines. Exam funding for youngsters. Tonight at 8 webinar. RSGB affiliated club course and exam finder map. The Radio Communications Foundation or RCF is a small charity that seeks to promote radio engineering and amateur radio. Last year, a number of teachers identified the cost of foundation exams as a barrier to some young people. The RCF trustees considered how they might help. Funding exams for every youngster was seen to be unaffordable and unnecessary in many cases. As a start, and to help those with the greatest need, the trustees have agreed to fund 60 foundation exams each year. The funding will be available to anyone under the age of 21 in full-time education and needs help with the exam fee. Fifteen exams will be funded every three months. The first batch of 15 will be funded in January next year. If any of the allocated funds are not used, they'll be rolled over to the next quarter. No money will change hands, as the RSCF trustees will simply make the bookings and pay the RSGB. In time, there will be a simple online application form. In the meantime, anyone seeking funding should send their details to rcfsecretary at comsfoundation.org with a supporting statement from a parent or guardian about why they would benefit from an RCF-funded exam. Details of their interest in amateur radio and how they've trained or are training for the foundation exam will also help the trustees make their decision. If the scheme proves to be successful and amateurs continue to donate to the RCF, there may be a scope for increasing the number of exams funded each year. Further details and how to donate can be found at comsfoundation.org. Don't forget to be part of RSGB's Tonight at 8 webinar tomorrow, Monday the 6th of November. Colin Summers, MM0OPX, will give an entry-level talk aimed at newcomers to amateur radio. He'll be in touch on antennas generally. He'll touch on antennas generally, but focus on the NFED half-wave antenna, including details of construction, transformers and performance. Find out more at uh, uh, rsgb.org stroke webinars. The RSGB Affiliated Club Course and Exam Finder map has been relaunched this week. All affiliated clubs were invited to email by email to submit information about courses and exams they run. The replies that were received are now on the RSGB website. If you use the search function, it doesn't show any results. You'll need to widen your search area. If your club provides training or holds exam and it isn't shown on the map, please go to rsgb.org forward slash exam update and complete the form. If you need any help, you can email exams at rsgb.org.uk. Additional information will be loaded each, um, uploaded each week, so please submit any changes before 3pm on a Friday. The RSGB is delighted to welcome Elaine Richards, G4LFM, as the new volunteer RSGB archivist. Elaine is a former Radcom Managing Director, Editor, sorry, and was keen to continue to oversee the RSGB archives when she retired from her Radcom role last year. 
you'd like more information about old amateur radio photos or documents, or want to check something in the RSGB archives, you can contact Elaine via archivist at rsgb.org.uk. Thank you to everyone who bought raffle tickets at the RSGB convention last month to raise money for the Expedition Fund. The fund's already made donations to expeditions such as Bouvet, Swains, Rockall and Tuvalu this year. If you're planning a de-expedition to a rare destination and would like to apply to the RSGB website and search for de-expedition fund. Now details of rallies and events. Bush Valley Amateur Radio Club Rally is taking place today, Sunday the 5th of November. The venue is Lim- uh, Limavadi United Football Club, Rathmore Road, Limavadi BT 490DF. Several traders are in attendance and there's a bring and buy stand. Doors open at 11am. Car parking on site. For more information, visit bushvalleyarc.org or email bushvalleyarc at gmail.com. Hullsworthy Radio Rally is taking place today, the 5th of November. The venue is Hullsworthy Leisure Centre, Well Park Western Road, Hullsworthy in Devon, EX2260H. There are traders in a bring-and-buy area and catering available. Access for traders is available from 8am. Doors open to the public at 10. See M0 uh, oscarmikecharlie.co.uk for more information and contact details. Final reminder, the 2023 Scottish Microwave Roundtable, or GMRT, will be held between 10.30am and 5pm on Saturday the 11th of November. Con- visit, I'm sorry, email even, colic, Colin, gm4hwo via gm4hwo at gmail.com for more information. The Rochdale and District Amateur Radio Society Winter Rally takes place on Saturday the 18th of November. Venue is St Vincent de Paul's Hall Norden in Rochdale. Lanks, OL 12-7QR, doors open at 10am, entry £3. Usual traders, caterers and plenty of free parkings available. All proceeds for the rally goes to a local charity. Last time, £1,000 was given to the Rochdale Springhill Hospice. For more information, contact Dave Carden, G3RIC, on 01706-633-400 or email dave at cardens, with a C, cardens.me.uk. The Coulsdon Amateur Radio Amateur Transmitting Society Bazaar will take place on the 19th of November, Sunday. The venue will be the Oasis Academy, Homefield Road, Old Coulsdon, CR51ES. Doors open to the public 10am to 2pm. Entrance fee is £3. Traders bring and buy. Club tables and car parking will be available. Tables cost £12 with additional tables at 8 Please forward general inquiries to bazaar at catsradio.org.uk. Special event news, the ONZ Oostkut uh, Radio Club ON6HC is active on all bands and modes as OR79CLM until the 12th of November. Special call sign suffix stands for Canadian Liberation March, the annual event that celebrates the liberation of the Belgian town of Knocker on the 1st of November in 1944. QSL via the Bureau. More information and details available uh, on an available certificate. Visit onz.be. The Amateur Radio Union of Serbia, YU1SRS, 
hosted the 26th IARU Region 1 General Conference between the 1st and 4th of November. Special call sign YT26IARU was issued to mark the occasion and may be operated until the 31st of December by the Visiting Society as well as uh, by the conference amateur radio station QSL via Logbook of the World. TX News, Pierre, VK3KTB and Alexi, VE1RUS, are active again as VVY0ERC from the Eureka Amateur Radio Club on Ellesmere Island, NA008 until the 22nd of November, QSL via M0OXOZOQRS. Philippe, F1DUZ, is active as FG4KH from Guadeloupe, NA102, until the 7th of November, QSL Logbook of the World EQSL of our F1DUZ. Now, contest news. The 144 Meg CW Marconi contest started at 1400 UTC on Saturday the 4th and ends at 1400 UTC today, Sunday the 5th. Using CW on the 2-metre band, the exchanges signal report serial number and locator. Monday the 6th of November, the Autumn Series Data Contest runs from 2000 to 2130 UTC using RITI and PSK63. On the 8-metre band, the exchanges signal report and serial number. Tuesday the 7th, 144 MEGS FM Activity Contest, 1900 to 1955 UTC. Using FM on the 2-metre band, the exchanges signal report serial number and locator. Also Tuesday the 7th, the 144 MEGS UK Activity Contest, 2000 to 2230 UTC. Using all modes on the 2-metre band, the exchanges signal report serial number and locator. Wednesday the 8th, the 432 MEGS FT8 Activity 4-hour contest runs from 1700 to 2100 UTC using FT8 on the 70SM band. The exchanges report and 4-character locator and also on the 8th, the 432 MEGS FT8 Activity 2-hour contest runs from 1900 to 2100 UTC using FT8 on the 70cm band. The exchanges report and four character locator stations who do the four hour contest can do the two hour contest. On Thursday the 9th, the 50 Megs UK activity contest runs from 2000 to 2230 UTC. All modes on the six metre band, the exchanges signal report, serial number and locator. Saturday the 11th, the club calls 1.8 megahertz affiliated societies contest runs from 2000 to 2300 UTC. CW and SSB on the 160 metre band, exchange your signal report, serial number and your affiliated society information. The Worked All Britain DX Ritty contest starts at 0000 UTC on Saturday the 11th and ends at 2359 UTC on Sunday the 12th of November using Ritty only 10 to, uh, 80 to 10 metre bands where contests are allowed. The exchange your signal report and serial number. Sunday the 12th, UK Microwave Group Low Band Contest runs from 1000 to 1400 UTC <coughs> using all modes on 1.3 to 3.4 gigs frequencies. The exchange of signal report, serial number and locator. Now the radio propagation report compiled by G0KYAG3 Wireless and G4BAO. They write, the last two weeks have not been too bad for HF propagation, but not particularly good either. The solar flux index hit lows of 119 on the 22nd of October and 121 on the 24th, but subsequently recovered and stood at 159 on Thursday the 2nd of November. 
This at least delayed the fears of some amateurs that Solar Cycle 25 was over. But as the solar flux index rose, geomagnetic conditions became slightly unsettled. The maximum KP index was 4.67 on the 29th of October, but recovered subsequently to between 1 and 3. This actually didn't affect HF too much, and the daylight maximum usable frequency over 3,000 kilometres remained steadfastly over, to, over 28 MHz all week, even hitting 43 MHz on Thursday the 2nd. As a result, the bands have been beaming, humming even, with lots of DX being worked. Phil GU0SUP reports working Yan E51JAN on North Cook Island on 12 metres, FT8, Fox and Hound mode at around 16.30 UTC. He said it was almost dark, he didn't expect to hear anything, but had good copy on him at 190 degrees. So I gave him a call and he came straight back. Phil said this was a big surprise as he's not sure how it worked. It was quite a skewed path with pretty much no copy on the real headings, short or long path. He also worked YJ0TT in Vanuatu on 10 metres at 0843 UTC that morning, later at 1741 UTC on 20 metres, FT8, Fox and Hound mode, as Phil said, the two new DXCCs in one day, so the moral of the story is to keep on trying, you never know what you will work. Next week, Noah predicts that the solar flux index will decline slightly to the 130s. A bigger problem is a massive coronal hole which is rotating into an Earth-facing pos position. This could cause the KP index to rise, possibly on Sunday the 5th or Monday the 6th. Noah also predicts a geomagnetic disturbance on uh, November the 9th, when the KP index could rise to 4. Otherwise, it suggests fairly settled conditions and a general KP index of 2. As always, keep an eye on solarham.net for up-to-date information. VHF and up. The current spell of unsettled weather with areas of low pressure, strong winds and rain or showers will probably remain over the coming week to the 12th of November. This again suggests that tropo will not be a feature of VHF and UHF operating, and perhaps there are just a few weeks' options for rain scatter to lift the mood. Since comments last week about out-of-season Spraddy Key, we're still getting weak Spraddy Key signals on the graph pilots on PropQuest, which peaked at 5.35 megs at Dourbe on Wednesday the 1st of November at 1700 UTC. This may have been enough to produce paths on 6 meter band modes. Favoured times of day for these chance events are typically around 10am or 5pm. Meteor scatter prospects are still good since the decaying Orionids are probably lingering up until the 7th. As we approach the peak of the Taurids around the 12th of November, the week after we'll be looking forward to the November Leonids. So if you're not if you've not tried Meteor Scatter yet, this may be a good time to read up on the modes, frequencies and operating techniques. Lastly, a brief mention of Aurora, which is always possible given a decent coronal hole in events like last week, so keep a check on the KP index for larger values of above uh, or uh, values above say five. For EME operators, moon declination is at minute maxima this week, meaning long moon windows and high moon elevation. Path losses are at their highest over the period due to apogee on Tuesday the 6th and 144 meg sky noise is low all week. So that's it from the propagation team this week. That's all from me also until next week.